Settle in and get ready for a story that will lull you to sleep. Today's story is a centuries-old vampire gets really into video games because playing a character who can walk around in the sun is the closest thing they have to experiencing the day again in centuries. Chapter 1 As the sun began to set over the city, a centuries-old vampire named Marcus sat alone in his dimly lit apartment. He had grown tired of the endless nights spent wandering the streets, searching for his next meal. The darkness had become suffocating, and he longed for the warmth of the sun on his skin once more. One evening, while aimlessly scrolling through his social media feed, Marcus stumbled upon a video game. The game allowed players to control a character who could freely walk around in the sun without any consequences. Intrigued, Marcus decided to give it a try. As he played, Marcus found himself becoming increasingly engrossed in the game. For the first time in centuries, he felt a sense of excitement and purpose. He had a goal and a mission to complete, something that had been lacking in his life for far too long. As the days turned into weeks, Marcus spent more and more time playing the game. He had become so invested in the story and the characters that he often forgot he was even playing a game. It was as if he had been transported to another world, one where he could experience the sun and feel alive once more. Little did Marcus know, this newfound love for the game would be the catalyst for a journey that would change his life forever. Chapter 2 as Marcus continued to play the game, he found himself becoming more and more attached to the character he controlled. He had given her a name, Lila, and had become invested in her story and her journey. Marcus had never felt such a connection to anyone or anything in his long life. He found himself thinking about Lila even when he wasn't playing the game, wondering what she would do next and how he could help her achieve her goals. One night, as Marcus sat in his apartment playing the game, he heard a knock at his door. Surprised, he paused the game and made his way to the door. When he opened it, he found himself face to face with a young woman who looked remarkably like Lila. Can I help you? Marcus asked, confused. The woman smiled at him. I'm sorry to bother you but I couldn't help but notice that you were playing my game. I created it, you see. Marcus was stunned. You created this game? The woman nodded. Yes, my name is Emily. I'm a game developer. I wanted to thank you for playing my game and tell you how much it means to me that you've become so invested in Lila's story. Marcus was at a loss for words. He had never expected to meet the person who had created the game that had brought him so much joy and purpose. As Emily and Marcus talked, they discovered that they had much in common. They both loved gaming and had a deep appreciation for storytelling. Before long, they found themselves spending more and more time together, playing games and discussing their favorite books and movies. As their friendship deepened, Marcus found himself feeling more alive than he had in centuries. With Emily by his side, he felt as though anything was possible, even finding a way to experience the sun once more. Little did Marcus know, his journey was only just beginning. Chapter 3 
As Marcus and Emily spent more time together, Marcus found himself opening up to her in ways he never thought possible. He told her about his long life as a vampire, his struggles with loneliness, and his longing to feel the warmth of the sun on his skin once more. Emily listened intently, her eyes full of empathy and understanding. She had always been fascinated by the supernatural, and Marcus's story only made her more intrigued. One day, as they sat in Marcus's apartment playing video games, Emily had an idea. What if we could find a way for you to experience the sun without being harmed, she suggested. Marcus was skeptical. Is that even possible? I've been a vampire for centuries, and I've never heard of such a thing. Emily smiled. Anything is possible if we put our minds to it. We just have to find the right solution. Over the next few weeks, Marcus and Emily began researching ways for him to safely experience the sun. They scoured ancient texts and consulted with experts in various fields, but nothing seemed to work. Just when Marcus was about to give up hope, Emily came across a scientific study that caught her eye. The study detailed a new technology that could simulate the effects of the sun without actually exposing the skin to harmful UV rays. Excited by the prospect, Marcus and Emily reached out to the scientists who conducted the study. After several conversations and a few experiments, they came up with a plan. They would create a special suit for Marcus that would simulate the effects of the sun. The suit would be made of a special material that would allow him to feel the warmth of the sun on his skin without any harm. It took several weeks to create the suit, but finally, it was ready. Marcus put it on, feeling a sense of excitement and anticipation he hadn't felt in centuries. As he stepped outside, he was overwhelmed by the sensation of the sun on his skin. It was as if he had been reborn, as if he had finally found a way to experience the world fully once more. With Emily by his side, Marcus began to explore the city, taking in all the sights and sounds he had missed during his long life as a vampire. For the first time in centuries, he felt truly alive. Little did he know, however, that his newfound freedom would come at a cost. Chapter 4 As Marcus and Emily continued to explore the city, Marcus couldn't help but feel a sense of unease. He knew that his newfound freedom came at a cost, but he couldn't quite put his finger on what that cost might be. As they walked down the busy streets, Marcus noticed that people were staring at him. They seemed to be drawn to the suit he was wearing, as if they knew it held some kind of secret. Emily noticed his discomfort and put a reassuring hand on his arm. Don't worry about them, she said softly. They're just curious. But Marcus couldn't shake the feeling that something was off. He had never been one to draw attention to himself, and the fact that so many people were staring at him made him uneasy. As they walked, Marcus noticed a group of men standing on the corner, eyeing him and Emily with suspicion. He tried to ignore them and keep walking, but the men began to follow them. Marcus's heart began to race. He knew that as a vampire, he was much stronger than any human, but he didn't want to risk a confrontation. He had spent centuries avoiding conflict, and he didn't want to start now. 
Emily noticed the men following them and quickened her pace. We need to get out of here, she whispered urgently. But it was too late. The men had caught up to them and surrounded them, blocking their path. What do you want? Marcus demanded, his voice filled with a mixture of fear and anger. One of the men stepped forward, a sneer on his face. We want that suit you're wearing, he said, pointing at Marcus. Marcus was taken aback. What do you mean? This suit was made for me. It's not for sale. The man laughed. We don't want to buy it. We want it for ourselves. Do you have any idea how much money we could make selling a suit like that on the black market? Marcus felt a surge of anger. He had risked everything to experience the sun again, and now these men were trying to take it away from him. He was about to lunge at the men when Emily put a hand on his arm. Don't, she said softly. We don't want any trouble. Marcus hesitated, then reluctantly stepped back. The men snatched the suit from him and ran off, leaving Marcus and Emily standing alone on the street. Marcus felt a sense of defeat wash over him. He had finally found a way to experience the world fully again, and now it had been taken away from him. Emily put a hand on his shoulder. Don't worry, she said. We'll find a way to get it back. But Marcus wasn't so sure. He had a sinking feeling that his journey was far from over, and that the cost of his newfound freedom might be higher than he ever could have imagined. Chapter 5 As Marcus and Emily walked back to his apartment, he couldn't shake the feeling of unease. He had been so focused on experiencing the sun that he hadn't considered the potential consequences of his actions. What are we going to do now? Marcus asked, his voice filled with worry. Emily put a comforting hand on his arm. We'll figure something out. Maybe we can track down the men who stole your suit and get it back. Marcus nodded, but he knew it wouldn't be that simple. The men were likely connected to a larger criminal organization, and he didn't want to risk putting Emily in danger by getting involved. As they reached his apartment, Marcus couldn't help but feel a sense of despair. He had been so hopeful when he first put on the suit, but now it seemed like his dreams had been shattered. Emily noticed his mood and tried to cheer him up. We can still enjoy the sun together, she said, smiling. We don't need the suit to have fun. Marcus managed a small smile. He knew she was right. He had spent centuries without the sun, and he could still find joy in the simple things in life. Over the next few days, Marcus and Emily spent their time exploring the city and enjoying each other's company. They visited museums, went to concerts, and tried new restaurants. Despite the fun they were having, however, Marcus couldn't shake the feeling of loss. He missed the sensation of the sun on his skin, and he longed to experience it once more. One day, as they were walking through a park, Marcus noticed a group of people practicing yoga in the sun. He watched as they moved gracefully through their poses, their skin glowing in the sunlight. He turned to Emily. Do you think I could join them? He asked.
Emily looked surprised but nodded. Of course. Why not? Marcus hesitated, unsure of how the group would react to a vampire joining them. But he decided to take a chance and approached the group. To his surprise, they welcomed him with open arms. They didn't seem to care that he was a vampire, they were just happy to have another person to practice with. As Marcus moved through the poses, he felt a sense of peace wash over him. He may not have had the suit anymore, but he could still experience the sun in his own way. In that moment, Marcus realized that his journey wasn't about the suit or even about experiencing the sun. It was about finding a way to live fully in the present, to appreciate the beauty of life, and to connect with others. With Emily by his side and a newfound sense of purpose, Marcus knew that he was ready to face whatever challenges lay ahead. Chapter 6 As Marcus and Emily continued to explore the city, they stumbled upon a small bookstore tucked away in a quiet corner. Intrigued, they decided to check it out. As they browsed the shelves, Marcus noticed a book that caught his eye. It was an old leather-bound volume with intricate gold lettering on the cover. Curious, he picked it up and began to flip through the pages. As he read, he realized that it was a book of ancient spells and incantations. Emily noticed his interest and came over to see what he was looking at. What is it? she asked. Marcus showed her the book. It's a book of spells, he said. I've never seen anything like it. Emily looked fascinated. Do you think it's real? She asked. Marcus shrugged. It's hard to say. But it's definitely intriguing. As they continued to look through the book, they noticed that there was a chapter on vampire magic. Marcus was hesitant to read it, but Emily encouraged him. Maybe there's something in there that could help you, she said. Marcus was skeptical but decided to give it a try. As he read through the chapter, he noticed a spell that caught his eye. It was a spell that would allow him to transform into a bat and fly. Excited, Marcus decided to try the spell. He gathered the necessary ingredients and began to chant the incantation. To his surprise, it worked. He felt his body begin to shrink and change, and before he knew it, he had transformed into a small bat. Emily looked amazed. That's incredible, she said. Marcus felt a sense of excitement he hadn't felt in centuries. With this new ability, he could explore the city in a whole new way. Over the next few days, Marcus spent his nights flying over the city, taking in the sights and sounds from a new perspective. He felt free and alive in a way he never thought possible. But his newfound freedom came with a price. One night, as he was flying over the city, he noticed a group of vampires lurking in an alleyway. They looked dangerous and menacing, and Marcus knew he had to be careful. He tried to fly away, but one of the vampires spotted him and gave chase. Marcus flew as fast as he could, but the vampire was gaining on him. Just as the vampire was about to catch him, Marcus spotted a bright light in the distance. He flew towards it, hoping it would provide some kind of sanctuary. 
As he got closer, he realized that it was a church. He hesitated for a moment, knowing that vampires were not welcome in holy places. But he was desperate, and he knew he had to take the risk. He flew into the church and transformed back into his human form. He looked around, expecting to be attacked at any moment. But to his surprise, the church was empty. He breathed a sigh of relief and collapsed onto one of the pews, exhausted. As he caught his breath, he realized that he had found a new sanctuary. The church was a place where he could go to escape the dangers of the night and find peace. With this newfound knowledge, Marcus felt more confident and alive than ever before. He knew that his journey was far from over, but he was ready to face whatever challenges lay ahead. Chapter 7 As Marcus and Emily left the bookstore, Marcus couldn't help but feel a sense of unease. The spell he had cast had given him a newfound power, but it had also put him in danger. He knew that there were other vampires out there who would seek to use his newfound abilities for their own gain. Emily noticed his apprehension and put a comforting hand on his arm. Don't worry, she said. We'll figure out a way to keep you safe. Marcus nodded, grateful for her support. He knew that he couldn't face the dangers of the night alone, and he was grateful to have someone like Emily by his side. As they walked down the street, Marcus noticed a group of people huddled around a street performer. The performer was juggling fire torches, his face lit up with a wide grin. Marcus felt a pang of envy. He had always been fascinated by fire, but as a vampire, he had been unable to experience it without putting himself and others in danger. Emily noticed his wistful expression and nudged him. Why don't we go watch him, she suggested. Maybe it'll cheer you up. Marcus hesitated, unsure if he should risk being seen by so many people. But he decided to take a chance and followed Emily towards the crowd. As they watched the performer, Marcus felt a sense of wonder wash over him. The flames danced and flickered, casting a warm glow over the faces of the onlookers. For a moment, Marcus forgot about his troubles and lost himself in the beauty of the moment. But his peace was short-lived. As they were leaving, Marcus noticed a group of vampires lurking in the shadows. They looked dangerous and menacing, and Marcus knew that they were not there to watch the street performer. He tried to pull Emily away, but it was too late. The vampires had spotted them and were closing in. Marcus felt a surge of fear and anger. He had spent centuries avoiding conflict, but he knew that he couldn't let these vampires harm Emily. He took a deep breath and stepped forward, ready to face his attackers. But before he could do anything, a bright light filled the air. The vampires hissed and recoiled, backing away from the light. Marcus looked around, confused. He couldn't see where the light was coming from, but he knew that it was powerful. As the light faded, Marcus saw a figure standing in front of him. It was a woman, dressed in a long white robe. She had a serene expression on her face, and Marcus felt a sense of peace wash over him. The woman turned to him and smiled. Do not fear, she said. I am here to help. 
Marcus felt a sense of relief. He didn't know who this woman was, but he knew that she was powerful and could protect him and Emily from harm. As the woman led them away from the vampires, Marcus couldn't help but feel a sense of wonder. He had always been skeptical of the supernatural, but now he knew that there were forces beyond his understanding. With this newfound knowledge, Marcus felt more powerful and alive than ever before. He knew that his journey was far from over, but he was ready to face whatever challenges lay ahead. Chapter 8 Marcus and Emily walked through the quiet streets, their footsteps echoing in the stillness of the night. They had just narrowly escaped a group of vampires, and Marcus couldn't shake the feeling of unease that lingered within him. He turned to Emily. Who was that woman? he asked. Emily looked thoughtful. I'm not sure, she said. But I have a feeling that she's someone important. Marcus nodded, still feeling a sense of wonder at the power he had witnessed. He had never encountered anyone like her before, and he couldn't help but feel drawn to her. As they walked, Marcus noticed that the city was changing. The streets seemed to be getting darker, and the buildings more dilapidated. He turned to Emily. Do you notice anything strange about this part of the city? He asked. Emily looked around. It does seem a bit off, she said. As they continued walking, they noticed a group of people huddled around a street corner. They looked suspicious and menacing, and Marcus knew that they were not there to offer a warm welcome. He tried to pull Emily away, but it was too late. The group had spotted them and were closing in. Marcus felt a surge of fear and anger. He had faced danger before, but he knew that this group was different. They were more organized and more dangerous than any he had encountered before. He took a deep breath and stepped forward, ready to face his attackers. But before he could do anything, a voice called out from the darkness. Stop! The group turned, startled, and Marcus saw the woman from before step out of the shadows. The woman looked at Marcus and Emily, her eyes full of compassion. You don't belong here, she said. This is a dangerous part of the city. You need to leave. Marcus felt a sense of relief wash over him. He knew that the woman was right, and he didn't want to risk any more danger. He nodded and turned to Emily. Let's go, he said. Chapter 9 As Marcus and Emily made their way back to the safety of his apartment, Marcus couldn't shake the feeling of unease that lingered within him. The encounter with the dangerous group of people had left him feeling vulnerable and exposed. He turned to Emily. We need to be more careful, he said. I don't want to put you in danger. Emily looked at him with concern. I'm not afraid, she said. I want to help you, Marcus. You don't have to face this alone. Marcus felt a surge of gratitude. He had spent centuries alone, avoiding human contact and living in the shadows. But with Emily by his side, he felt as though anything was possible. Over the next few days, Marcus and Emily continued their exploration of the city, but with a newfound caution. 
they avoided the dangerous parts of town and stuck to the safer, more populated areas. But Marcus couldn't shake the feeling that danger was lurking around every corner. He knew that there were vampires and other supernatural beings in the city, and he didn't want to risk encountering them. One night, as they were walking through a park, Marcus noticed a group of vampires lurking in the shadows. They looked dangerous and menacing, and Marcus knew that they were not there to make friends. Chapter 10 As Marcus and Emily approached the group of vampires, Marcus felt a sense of fear wash over him. He knew that he needed to protect Emily, but he also knew that he was no match for the vampires. Just as the vampires were about to attack, a bright light filled the air. Marcus shielded his eyes, unsure of what was happening. When the light faded, Marcus saw the woman from before standing in front of him. She had a determined look on her face, and Marcus knew that she was there to help. The woman raised her hands and chanted an incantation. A powerful force filled the air, and Marcus felt a surge of energy wash over him. He looked down at his hands and saw that they were glowing with a bright light. He raised his hands and aimed them at the vampires, unleashing a powerful blast of energy. The vampires hissed and recoiled, backing away from the light. Marcus continued to blast them with energy, determined to protect Emily and himself. As the last of the vampires fled, Marcus collapsed to the ground, exhausted. Emily rushed to his side, her eyes full of concern. The woman approached them and helped Marcus to his feet. You have a powerful gift, she said. You must use it wisely. Marcus looked at her, unsure of what to say. He had never felt so powerful before, but he also knew that his gift came with a great responsibility. The woman smiled. You and Emily have a great journey ahead of you, she said. But I will always be watching over you. With those words, the woman disappeared into the night, leaving Marcus and Emily standing alone in the park. The End we're happy you could join us for this story. Make sure to stay subscribed to our podcast for more stories. Your host, Amalia Dupre, and the team at this podcast will make you sleep, wishing you a peaceful slumber. Sweet dreams.